Let's shake it up a little. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. With a little bit of salt and a little bit of spice to to make make your Tuesday just right. I'm Olivia, an entrepreneur, content creator, and a friend to call if you need some encouragement. And I'm Lisa, a mom, an artist, and I'm not your average pastor's wife. Our mission is to bring you episodes every week that will inspire you, help you grow, and bring a smile to your face. Through renowned entrepreneurs and experts, social media personalities, and our super witty and cute banter. This podcast is for the girl who wants to learn about her health, has big dreams and knows that complacency is never an option. She also has time in her schedule for two new BFFs. Because there is one thing we are confident in. It's It's always better better when salt and pepper come together. And like you can kind of make your damaged hair still look good. I kind of think like you can hide it in certain ways. So that's what I did for a while. And then I just got to a point that I was like, I am so unhappy with this. Like people would kind of make comments because I had like literally a puff ball on the top of my head of like damaged frizzy hair. So, and I would kind of laugh about it. And then when I got home be like, that's just like not even funny. It looks so bad. I need to figure this out. So after that is when I finally like started kind of going through my own hair transformation. Welcome to the Salt and Pepper Podcast. My name's Olivia. And I'm Lisa. And we had an interview today with Monique Rapier. A very special interview. A very um, informational. Mm -hmm. uh, Get your your pen and paper or your notes out on your phone. But actually. But actually this time. I'm going to have to re-listen to it to write everything down that she said. And so Monique is like a hair expert and one thing I really like about her account I noticed the difference from other accounts is it's very again with me not uh, remembering words to say not extensive but like what's another word for extensive informative (laughs) it's a I'm thinking of it I'll think of it later detailed yeah kind of like detailed it's very like she doesn't miss anything she'll the questions people ask she'll later make guides on them Mm -hmm. like she'll really listen to her audience and give them what they've been asking for Mm -hmm. so I think that's really cool and she was so great at just talking and like giving all the information Mm -hmm. yeah she leaves no holes no yeah so I found Monique um back in March when I started like my hair care journey and um pretty much just transformed my hair based off of what she has said so it was super great um but before we get into that should we get down to the silver lining of the week let's do it okay do you like to start yeah i'll start okay um i kind of mentioned it in today's episode but um if you don't already know i'm obsessed with korean food Yes. One thing I eat every single day is kimchi. Yes. Which is um, fermented cabbage. Um, my kind, as in Eastern European, eats that ish up. We just love a good, you know, sauerkraut, fermented anything. The more garlic, the better. I'm used to that. Sure. My husband the other day, on the other hand, oh. um, he said, did you eat that crap today? I go, excuse me. Literally coming from him is rich. (gasps) It is rich. I can't even look at his stories because I'm like, you're disgusting. His biscuits and gravy with a glass of whole milk. He eats in the same 
I can hear him eating with my bedroom door closed while I'm sleeping and I have a sound machine on. He is yeah, he, grotesque as he chews his food. He did not learn manners. He puts I a love straw my husband, by the way. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he actually does. So I go, kimchi, yes, I ate that. He goes, so good for you. every time you eat it, I can smell it. And I was like, like oh, oh, you mean oh. every single day? Oh my and I've God, been I'm eating so sorry. it for like the last year and you're just now telling okay, me. David. <laughs> hmm. That's so kind of you. Now I have been so self-conscious. Oh. I have so much gum and I blamed him. I'm like, this is all your fault. <laughs> and it was, uh, wait, do I want to say this? It was funny because I had dinner after um, me and him marriage activities you talk about sex all the time why are you saying marriage i don't know activities? it's kind of weird when you say like after so you guys after were we intimate. had sex after we had sex i ate my dinner yeah and it had kimchi in it and i was like well lucky for you lucky and he was like no actually lucky for me so now it's like an ongoing joke so it's That's like funny. funny now yeah. definitely wasn't funny with his tone when he said my no. kimchi, my Korean crap or something like that, I right. was like, you're actually trying to offend me. Especially and that is not okay. what he eats. I'm never going to get over how he eats. I'm like, do you not want me to make you Korean food again? Because he loves my cooking. Right. And he loves Korean food. I'm like, I it has the same ingredients. Yeah. I just eat it every day. So I'm like, next time if something bothers you, just tell me when it's happening. Not like a year after. Or just don't tell me. Because <laughs> I'm still going to eat it. <laughs> just deal with it. My perspective on food. Okay, so I know you're really weird about smells. Because you're always like, do I smell? I feel like I smell. Does my breath I'm smell? I'm very self-conscious smell? about yes. my own smell. Which I have never smelled you before. And... This is my perspective. Well, though. how about my house? You didn't mention my house. I have never smelled your house before. but In a bad way. In a bad way. Okay. Let me explain. When I smell food in somebody's house or food maybe on somebody's breath, I don't get grossed out because I'm like, you're a human who's eating food though. It's not like it's all the time. It's not like, you know consistent really bad breath where you can tell they haven't brushed their teeth it's like oh mm-hmm. you had garlic or you had something for lunch I mean maybe don't like blow it in my face but I'm not I'm like so wow, sorry ooh, hold gross. on this isn't good for me what frustrated me wasn't oh it's kimchi like it, it, right it's every single day like I eat garlic every single day I've never that your breath, is but okay. I'm not kissing you okay so well I mean sometimes I know you want to but right you oh, would wink <laughs> no I just I just think there's a difference between smells when you smell somebody's house that you know is dirty and when you smell somebody's house that you just went oh you just cooked Indian food yeah it's like who I cares? don't care if my house smells like right. Korean food that would be an honor actually if my sure. house smells like kimchi I have a couple kimchi candles that I light every so often anyways um not literally oh I was I thought you were serious <laughs> I was like wait don't <laughs> do that what so people heck? just think I'm cooking when I'm actually not right um <laughs> I don't mind that but I was like my <laughs> breath and you've never told me and it's that pungent I so. think it's just like your partner is your up in their business all the I know, time. Like it's thing. not. I've never smelled it. Right. Have you ever smelled okay. my breath? No, definitely not. But I also just eat carrots. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I eat like carrots You're and just a protein. An American. Shake. So yeah. what seasonings do you have that I need to be? True. Well, I I actually do season a lot you more do. since Arturo would. You don't like cook that much. Um, I cook every night. 
but I'm not cooking for lunch. I don't eat big meals for lunch because I get really tired. But I, know I cook. That you cook every night. Yeah, the only times we really started going out was last year because of all of our tourist stuff. Blah blah blah. Oh, no, I oh, cook every okay. night, but it's not like I'll make like chicken and quinoa and veggies, and I'll put like a lot of seasoning on them. But it's like more like garlic and salt and pepper and oregano. It's not like yeah, kimchi is a very specific smell, which I liked kimchi. Right. I, I almost I mean, garlic, always but... buy it when I go to natural grocers. And I'm like, there's nothing I have that I would eat with this. And I, I know literally it would go eat it bad. with every meal. I know you do. I put it on my sandwiches. Okay. Anyway, okay, this anyway. is a long silver so lining. So my silver lining is that we're going to do a whole episode on it, but I jumped out of my comfort zone this week. Oh, I thought you were going to say off a bridge. For I jumped a off a bridge. I was well, like, finally. That almost goes. Um, So I jumped off a bridge. <laughs> I jumped off see and now I can't I jumped out of my comfort zone this week which is what we always talk about and for people that listen I have been is indignant the right word since starting the podcast I have been no stubborn I am not doing video and it's stubborn yes and it's not because I don't think it'll be good for us it's not because I don't think it'll probably be really great for us it's not because of the work it's not because of anything it's because I truly gag when I have to f- edit myself in film I truly am play, like play the clips of all of your audio messages to me hi just want to let you know I just googled bridges to jump off of I truly want to kill myself if you see myself. me on the news this week don't yeah. worry about it don't worry at about least it. you were warned you can tell everybody what it was she had to start editing <laughs> no herself shame. in film it's fine <laughs> um but I just I think we're just at this spot with our podcast where we're like people have got to see us to know us and to to see our reactions yes they have to see who we are to listen to the podcast so for people that that follow us we have been posting little clips which i think are triggering some some people i think are so many not romanians especially have been messaging me about the subaru one getting all messages oh my gosh i have a big family it's like a lot of family They like ours. Well, I think, yeah, I think there are certain people who were genuinely <laughs> offended. Um, we took out some worse stuff. Which was. the things that I didn't post, I'm like, wait. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so a big shout out to jumping out of your comfort zone. And I'm telling you, every book I listen to, every book I read, everything, it says, if you are scared to do it, that is a thing you should be doing. And I'm like. Uh, no but with video we've done it so we're gonna see how it goes and if we don't go viral i'm gonna be pissed okay yeah, i'm gonna yeah because it's gonna be really annoying that's just gonna be irritating that Especially i had to do we that. just have to keep doing it without getting bigger Ugh. anyway um so like we said we had monique rapier on the show today and monique is a hair care expert who took the life of her hair in her own hands and totally transformed the way her hair looked she went from dead ends and severely damaged hair to long shiny and manageable hair she shares her hair care secrets and tips on her instagram and gives comprehensive guides to help others grow their hair so if you are in a spot where you have always wanted long silky hair you don't know where to start this is a good one such good tips oh yeah. my gosh I loved it I and, know and, I, and it and we go through like just the beginning yes and like oh you've been doing this for a while or my hair's been doing this and she gives really good tips for that yeah so you can head to the show notes below to follow Monique you're definitely going to want to do that and let's shake it up with Monique Rapier well I okay so backstory so we're going to start off with a story from Olivia um so I went I started doing like these videos 
of myself and I saw my hair from the back and I was like excuse me let's pause for a second um I did not know my hair looked like that I need to revitalize and completely change my life with my hair and so then of course I went on TikTok and I was searching everything and then your rice water video came up and so then deep dive into your account (laughs) found you on Instagram I think when you had like 12,000 followers Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you have like 250,000 followers and I'm like trying to comment, ask you questions. I was like, no, I was here first. I need to know more. What's happening? (laughs) Yes. Um, And I was just sucked in because I feel like with a lot of hair accounts, their own hair doesn't really show the things that they're saying, Mm -hmm. but like the, the proof wasn't in the pudding, if you will, but your pudding is nice. Is proofed. <laughs> um, and, and so, yeah, I, I mean, I would love for you to tell us a little bit about how you got into your hair journey and then decided to start posting on Instagram. And then you, you literally just have blown up. So I would love to hear like the backstory about that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's so funny. That's a good story. I like hearing how people like first find it. So that's kind of funny. Um, <clears throat> So I've always like loved hair and my sister has always just had like the most beautiful, perfect hair. Like once you see her hair, you're like, oh, like Monique's isn't actually that good. It's just beautiful. So I've always like, I've loved hair. I've always been interested in it. Um, But I would say like high school, once I graduated high school, went off to college and kind of like my senior year of high school, my hair just started getting really bad. And I think it's, I moved to Utah. It's super dry here. I wasn't used to it. I would, and I like wanted to get ready every single day. And I didn't really know that you weren't supposed to be washing your hair every day and using heat every day and like using products. So I just trashed my hair essentially. Um, and like, you can kind of make your damaged hair still look good. I kind of think like you can hide it in certain ways. So that's what I did for a while. And then I just got to a point that I was like, I am so unhappy with this. Like people would kind of make comments because I had like literally a puff ball on the top of my head of like damaged frizzy hair. So, and I would kind of laugh about it. And then when I got home be like, that's just like not even funny. It looks so bad. I need to figure this out. So after that is when I finally like started kind of going through my own hair transformation, but I got a lot of advice from people on social media, even like my hairstylist, hair salon, and just like nothing was working. Um, But a lot of people that I was talking to, they had never experienced having super damaged hair. They had always had beautiful, gorgeous hair. So I was like, well, the advice they're giving me, I don't like, why would that help me if they've never actually experienced what I had gone through? So after that, I was like, I'm just going to start from grand zero, do a ton of research on my own, figure out some things that I can try. And so that's kind of what started my hair transformation in the beginning. And once it started working, I was like, wow, this is awesome. And I finally started seeing amazing results and growth and my hair wasn't damaged anymore. Um, so that was kind of the beginning of my hair sort of transformation. And then when I was in college, so how I started all this is actually sort of funny. I've never even told anyone about it, but, um, so I was in one of my last elective classes for college and it was like, a 
it was a class that I think was called like positive life skills or something like that. But essentially you would get like an assignment every week, something that will like build your character. And one of the weeks was to do something that's outside of your comfort zone, but you've always like wanted to try, um, you think you'd be good at, but you've never like actually done it because you're afraid or you're embarrassed, whatever. So I was thinking about that and I was like, well, I love hair. I just went through this amazing transformation. Um, and I, so on this, my full-time job is I do PR and social media for other companies. So I was like, I know how to do social media and help other companies grow. It was like, well, why don't I just, I, I had wanted to start my own thing and show kind of like my hair and, and just see how that went. So that's what I did for the assignment for that class. I was just going to do it for one week. I blocked everyone that knew me because I wanted it to be a secret. So I didn't even tell my husband. <laughs> you were married? Blocked. Yeah, I was married. Yeah. Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And I put it under. So my first original name was like natural hair designs. It's something so ridiculous that no one could connect it back to me because it really was just going to be like a week long thing. Um, so I started on TikTok is where I first started. And so I posted like one or two videos a day. And then the first couple of videos, like were, they were okay getting a couple hundred views. And then like after three or four days, they on TikTok, it just started getting to like 10,000 views and then 20,000 views. And I was like, Oh, I like, I didn't want this. This is, this is, I didn't really know what to do. I mean, obviously it was exciting, but I was like, Oh my gosh, I don't really, I had no expectation for that. Um, and so after like a week, I think I had gotten like 20,000 followers on TikTok. And I was like, oh, I need to tell my husband first off about what's going on. So I told him and I was like, well, I've been hiding something from you. And this is what happened. Okay, um, don't ever start off. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think he was happy to hear what it actually was after that. He's like, what? <laughs> You're like, I started a hair design TikTok. He's like, oh my God, thank God. Yeah, I know. Heart attack was avoided there. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I kind of told him about it and he was just super excited and he was like, well, why don't you keep doing it? Um, so, and then from there, I just kept on going. So I primarily did start out on TikTok um, I have around 440,000 followers on there. So that's like my primary audience. But about a year into that is when I was like, maybe I should, you know, start on Instagram um, and just see what it's like. And because I knew audiences are different and algorithms are different. So I didn't know if I could replicate that to Instagram. So, uh, so I just started posting on there and then figured it out after a little bit. And that is kind of where all of that started from so mm -hmm. so did you like because for me when I found your account I literally overhauled everything I had like I'm not joking I literally went on Amazon <laughs> and I added everything and I just started taking care of my hair the way I take care of my skin and it was every single day yeah. so for you was it that way too were you like I'm gonna go all in or what was like the one thing that you went oh this is really changing my hair I'm noticing a really big difference in this yeah um so it was kind of like, I just started completely fresh. I got rid of all of the products that I was currently using, which a lot of them were expensive products that were supposed to be helping me a lot. But I then did more research. They didn't have good ingredients in it, or they had harsh chemicals or that would make your hair dry. So I just got rid of all of them, got new products that just had better ingredients in it. And then um, I 
essentially just kind of started different habits with my hair. So I pulled back on how much heat I was using, um, stopped washing it every single day. Like I loved that fresh new washed hair. So I just had to like figure out that it, you don't need to have that every single day. Um, but for growth, rice water was like transformative for me. My hair started growing a ton once I started doing rice water treatment. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, how yeah. long was your hair before you started doing the rice water? It was like stuck at like chest length. Uh-huh. It would not grow. That's so any, common. Yeah, it like stopped right there no matter what. I, even if I like trimmed it, it would just keep growing until mm-hmm. like right here. So it would not, I, no matter what I do, it could not go past that. So did you like keep doing regular maintenance, like trimming your hair and like getting your hair done? Or did you eliminate that too? So in the very beginning, I did a trim on like just the ends. And I, and then I essentially went and trimmed all the split ends that I could see. So I did do a somewhat of just an overall cut. And I, I just started doing it myself because anytime I went to a salon, they would either cut way too much or they would cut it like in a way that I didn't love. So I was like, I'm just going to do this myself because I know exactly what I want. So I did cut the ends because it was just, they were all dead anyways. And then from there on out, I would regularly go and trim my split ends. So anytime I saw a split end, I would trim it um, before it got any worse or went higher up. And then probably once I started seeing more growth, I was more gracious with like trims on the ends. But in the beginning, it was primarily split ends. So I, I want to deep dive into rice water, but first dead ends. I feel like that's every girl. Every girl yeah. just has dead ends and they don't know what to do. When I started doing oil and then the fuzzy sock or the yeah. silk bonnet, when I started putting oil on my ends twice a day, I literally don't have dead ends. Like I yeah. don't have any and I don't and I don't know if it's because of all th- all three or just well, the oil. Do. They just don't break as easily and you can't see them as well. Wait, sorry, what do you mean? You still have dead ends. Right. I'm saying like as far as split ends go compared to what I had, right. I don't even see them. So like yeah. I'll get a regular trim, but it was night and day between mm-hmm. starting to use oil and not. Um, what types of oil would you recommend for people? And then explain like the fuzzy sock thing. <laughs> okay, I, That's what I was just going to ask. <laughs> yeah. So when you said like, what's the one thing that has changed your hair the most now and probably for the last year and a half, it is oil masks that mm-hmm. has like, that is what transform, transformed it from like pretty to like silky, shiny. It just feels mm-hmm. so soft. Um, that is like for sure the number one thing that I tell people to do now. And I didn't start that until after rice water. So that's for, it's like one thing I will tell anyone to try. Um, so the oils, there's two separate kind of like oil routines. One is just everyday lightweight oil on your end. So like I have a very lightweight one that I'll just put on my ends after I curl my hair and which it will one? see uh, which one. Yeah. Um, it's by way. So O-U-A-I. Oh, okay. It's just there. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'll just put it on my ends and that's it. It will basically seal your split ends and so no one can see them if they're there and it just will moisturize it so it doesn't get dry. So that's just like every day kind of on my ends done. And then to the other side, there's like a thicker essential oil that you will do a mask for 45 minutes to two hours or overnight if your hair works with that. 
And that is like where you will see the big changes from that. And the oils, if you want like hair growth, then castor oil is amazing and rosemary oil. So those are the two that I use a lot for growth. My other favorite one, just for like overall shine and health is black seed and then argan oil. So those are kind of my four holy grail oils that I love. And that one you like primarily all of them, you put them on your scalp, get your scalp massage, put it on the rest of all your hair. And then I sleep with it. That is what I, that's where I see the biggest results from, but you can also just leave it in for an hour. And then of course you have to wash your hair after. So there's kind of like two different oil routines. And if you incorporate both of those and you, you will for sure see results. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. You go have more. No, no, you go <laughs> I don't know how people sleep with the oil in their hair because I mm-hmm. hear that all the time. I do it. Uh, because of you, my, I think my whole TikTok is hair stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and that's like the one thing that I see all the time right now. I always see oils and people putting it yeah. on their scalp and then they're like, now I'm going to go to the sleep. Bonnet. I'm like, literally how? It's you put the, a bonnet over it. Yeah. So yeah. I have like okay. a silk long No one bonnet. has told me that. I okay, won't I, just I know sleep on my pillowcase like that because I, I couldn't. Know, that's why I couldn't I'm like, how? The, you yeah. literally wash your sheets every single day. Okay. It, I don't think that'd be good for your skin either so no yeah. well I mean it would be good for your skin maybe for some people yeah. I don't know yeah. I'm just thinking yeah, oil. Yeah, that would... who it is but yeah, yeah so you you put it's like a long silk bonnet they actually yeah. did start making long ones until like six months ago so they only had short ones mm-hmm. but I finally found a long one and that's kind of where a lot of people started finding it from so it's a long like bonnet you just throw your hair in it and then it protects it it's silk so it makes your hair even softer your yeah. doesn't get on your pillowcase it's super easy and it looks kind of odd so anytime oh, I do come in so funny. my husband's kind of like what? <laughs> like what are you are you actually gonna come to bed with that but oh my husband's like, seen worse okay yeah. so I'm, I'm guessing the fuzzy sock is oiling your ends and putting a fuzzy sock in so where do you usually incorporate that and how do you do that yeah so that is like an alternative So on my page, like one of the things that I like doing is giving alternatives. So I have a large audience that does not want to spend any money or they're young. They can't ask their parents to spend $30 on something or people that just don't want to spend a ton of money. And then I have another audience that is willing to spend really anything to transform their hair. So I give like alternatives to help both people. Um, and so the fuzzy sock in the oil is if you, A, don't want to sleep with a silk bonnet, uh, which is, I would definitely recommend that before anything else. And you can just put a lightweight oil on your ends, sleep in the silk bonnet and you're good. But the fuzzy sock essentially is, I mean, anyone probably has a fuzzy socks, even if you're 15 and don't ask, can't ask your parents to get a $30 silk bonnet, whatever. They have a fuzzy sock and that the texture of the fuzzy sock is non-damaging. So it's not like a cotton sock that's going to be rubbing. Most of it is microfiber, which is really good for your hair. Um, So yeah, you just lightly oil your ends. I use the way oil still, that's my favorite one just for the ends. And then you put a fuzzy sock kind of secure and it just keeps your ends really hydrated and um, silky and smooth. And then it will help with split ends. So your hair isn't like I know everyone's like, how do you get damaged when you sleep? But if you're sleeping on a cotton cotton pillowcase, it mm-hmm. does damage your hair from like moving around. And that's just a rough texture to have on your hair. So that's where the fuzzy sock comes in. So that you could do that one every night. But um, if you don't want to do that, I would just suggest a silk 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have noticed the difference in hair textures and how they react to oils because yeah. after I followed you, I got a lot of different oils and I tried all of them and they would instantly make my hair super oily and I'm like, yeah. oh, this isn't going to work. And the only one that works well for me is the Moroccan oil. And yeah. I use that all the time and I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I use the other ones, like I'll put rosemary, I'll put some in like a spray bottle and I'll massage yeah. that in my hair because if not, it's too thick and it makes my, my right. scalp really oily. But the nights I do an oil bath, I'll do the rosemary and the scalp massage massager. That was like a really big game changer for me. Yeah. Um, can you talk about um, scalp health and how that portray or how that goes into the health of your hair? Yeah. Um, so that's something like once someone figures out how to take care of their scalp, they will usually always see their hair benefiting from it. Um, cause your scalp is where all the growth comes from. So if you have an unhealthy scalp or there's something wrong with it, it's probably affecting how your hair is growing, how the rest of it's looking. I think that's something that isn't really talked about too much. All you talk about is, well, how do I fix the damage here? Well, most of it starts from your scalp. So you've got to figure that out first. Um, so first, if you have a really dry scalp, which a lot of people do, even if you have naturally oily skin, they'll think, well, either, you know, my scalp has to be oily, but a lot of the times it's usually pretty dry and that's where the oil masks come in. Um, I essentially mostly put it on my scalp and that's just to like hydrate and, and make sure my scalp is not dry. Cause once it's dry, then you start getting the flakes, the hair growth is interrupted. So you really want to make sure that it is not dry, but also removing buildup is a major thing for your scalp, which is why I suggest always getting that scalp massager one for the shower. And then there's one that you can just use on dry hair too, but that will just take out buildup. And it's so funny because I will get messages all the time saying, Oh my gosh, I bought that scalp massager. You in your, um, on your Amazon storefront or wherever. And after using it, I have tons of like white flakes in my hair like it's giving me dandruff I'm like that's not dandruff that's built that's actually good you're actually getting the buildup that's just sitting on your scalp so if you're seeing that after it's a good sign because you're actually removing what's just been sitting on your scalp um so yeah you really want to make sure it's clean uh make sure there's not something sitting on it that's going to clog your hair follicles which again then um will affect hair growth like everything starts from your scalp, I feel like, and you really want to figure out, is my scalp dry? Is it really oily? And do I need to incorporate more of like a deep cleansing shampoo or should you be using more of a moisturizing shampoo? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's kind of where scalp health comes in. If you want to see results everywhere else, it starts from there. So we had the girls from Clear Stem Skincare on our show, and it is the highest listened to episode this year for a good reason. I seriously still re-listen to it. Kaylee and Danielle started Clear Stem Skincare after they had exhausted all of their resources when it came to their skin. Danielle, who is the acne guru, and Kaylee, who is the holistic nutritionist, came together to create anti-aging and anti-acne products with zero hormone disruptors or toxins, which is huge, especially for us women. After we had them on the show, I started my realistically holistic journey. You all know I've been talking about that. And I have started to find out how many products have pore clogging ingredients, parabens, toxins, and so much more. 
Seriously, the other day I saw one of my products had vegetable glycerin in it. Like, go look at your products. It's disgusting. So with ClearStem, you can look no further. So whether you struggle with acne or want to get some anti-aging products, you can head to clearstemskincare.com. My favorite right now is the HydroGlow Stem Cell Moisturizer perfect for getting that summer glow. Also, you can pair it with their sunny side brush on sunscreen. It's literally been out of stock for so long, but it's back in stock now. So go get some. Um, They informed us on the show that we need to be touching up our sunscreen every three hours. So this is just great to put in your purse and brush on when you need it. So if you want to invest in some amazing products that are free from all the gross things we do not need on our skin, you can use the code salt and pepper for 20% off your purchase. I literally just used my code today. So again, you can head to clearstemskincare.com right now and use the code salt and pepper. That's S-A-L-T-A-N-D. P-E-P-P-E-R for 20% off. Now let's get back to the show. Yeah. And then apple cider vinegar. So that goes into the scalp. That was one thing I started with because it was really cheap and I had it in my fridge already. And I was like, okay, what is this actually going to do for me? Um, Yeah. So I would love for you to talk about that because I think almost every, you can go get it for super cheap. So I think anybody can start by doing that. You probably have Uh it. Yeah. For sure. Yep. And so that, and that's also one of the reasons that that was like pushing it so big because literally anyone can do it. It's really cheap, but that is primarily if you have like naturally oily hair, which I do, I used to have really naturally oily hair. So that's why I'd wash it every single day. The apple cider vinegar will just help balance the pH of your scalp uh, because of the acidity in it and the level of the, of the vinegar, it will balance the pH of your scalp, which is the oils. Um, so using that, you dilute, you have to dilute it. So you don't just get some apple cider vinegar and pour it on your hair. You have to dilute it and you can dilute it as much as you want. So if you use it once and it, it kind of leaves some, your hair, you don't love how it feels, dilute it more. You can dilute it as much as you want, but, um, that you just use that in the shower. You'll use it on clean hair. So shampoo your hair and then spray the diluted mixture of apple cider water and vinegar, um, apple cider vinegar and water, sorry. And then you spray that in your hair, mix it all around, use the scalp massager, and then thoroughly wash it out with cold water. And if you use that, I do that when I first started, I did it about once a week, sometimes twice a week. And it, over time, my hair and the oiliness of it started getting a lot better. And I started being able to go two days about washing my hair, maybe three days. Um, and so incorporating that into an oily routine is going to help your scalp, the pH levels of it, the oiliness of it. Um, but also if you have a lot of like dandruff, that is something that it can help with too, because it really will just like clear your scalp of anything that is on it. Yeah. Is that like, um, like a detoxifying, like yeah. people talk about, like use a detoxifying shampoo, like, you yeah. know, once every couple of weeks or whatever to like it with the buildup. So that's like yeah. what it does essentially. Yeah, that's exactly what it does. And my favorite detox shampoo is from way, they're one of my favorite brands. So I always talk about them, but their detox shampoo has apple cider vinegar in it, which is why oh, uh-huh. when you, it's a tiny amount. So you wouldn't ever know. But that is why when you wash your hair, like I swear it's my hair has never been so clean after you, I wish I could use it every day, but you're not supposed to. Um, But it just like, it's a complete detox. It cleans it so well. Your hair is so shiny afterwards. So you can buy 
shampoos with it in it, but the cheap alternative is to just do the rinse yourself. Mm-hmm. DP Hue has a really good apple cider vinegar mm-hmm. rinse as well. Oh, okay. And yeah. I think it's like one of the least less expensive ones. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still more expensive, but you know, right. yeah. you pay for some really good products. Yep. So I'm really curious. Um, you were talking about stopping. I think elimination is a really big part of like figuring out anything like I have been going back into um, looking more into my diet, like what's in my food, what's in my products. Um, you also got me into that, <clears throat> which goes into all of this. What are um, the ingredients that you were seeing or the things that you now avoid? Like what are like some names or just things in particular that you noticed were either drying out your hair or damaging it? Yeah. So I have a full list on my Instagram for anyone that is interested in it, mm. but, uh, cause a lot of them are extremely hard to pronounce or is it just, in one of your stories? Yeah. So it's in okay. a story. It's a list of ingredients that I would I suggest that. avoiding. Um, but a big one that is people kind of fight about is whether silicones are good or not I've good heard that. for mm-hmm. your hair. Mm-hmm. Um, and I am kind of like, some 50 50 probably like 60 40 i stopped you so before my hair transformation basically every single product i was using had silicones in it and that's what would give it kind of that i could still hide that my hair was still really healthy because silicones essentially they do coat your hair to help it appear stronger or even feel softer it helps the texture so they're not technically like just in nature bad but all of my products were heavy on silicones. And so what I did is I cut back on most of them and I switched to silicone free, but I still have some of my favorite products that have silicone. So it's like about, I think it's a balance of everything. So especially with silicones, some people say they're the absolute worst or they're the absolute best. I am kind of like, well, they're okay if you use them in moderation. I wouldn't suggest having like hundred percent all of your products with them or having zero with them too. If there are a few, like my leave-in conditioner has silicones in it, but that's okay because I like that added softness texture when I get out of the shower and it's not gonna damage my hair. So silicones is one of them that you can kind of choose for yourself, how it's gonna affect your hair and what what you like and don't like about it. Um, but yeah, there are, there are a lot of other chemicals and things that will dry out your hair um, and like I said, that list will go through all of them that I have avoided that have made the biggest difference. Hmm. And what leave-in conditioner is that? So uh, that, I love leave-in conditioner and I kind of switch yeah. between a couple of them. Um, one of my favorites as of late has been the Andrew Fitzsimmons. Uh, I think it's like 10 in one leave-in conditioner. I love that one. Um, and then also the JVN um, conditioning mist. Those are like my two that I've been loving lately. My overall, like general one, I love the way leaving conditioner, but I have been kind of switching it up a little bit. So yeah, the A Andrew Fitzsimmons leaving conditioner and then the JVN perfect conditioning mist is amazing. It's, and it's so good. And they also have an air dry cream. If you don't like blow drying your hair that you put on wet hair and it will dry like if you had blow dried it. So those are some of my favorites. Um, Oh, what I wanted to say about silicones. Um, also if you're detoxing your hair, 
I think it would probably be fine because you're it's yeah. it's I think silicones I think people's biggest qualm with it is that it's it's buildable so like you yeah. silicone can build on itself right and so I think as long as you're detoxifying your hair um and not like over drying it exactly. like you're not comp- compensating for like your dry hair by just using silicones I think yeah. it's safe too yeah but, um I I'm curious your take on Olaplex. You haven't talked at all about Olaplex. I don't know if yeah. I'm curious, like, are there like specific things that you don't like? Is it just like not in your routine or mm-hmm. do you have? I think you have some because I bought some. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I know there's everyone, now there's so much controversy with Olaplex. Like people either love it or hate yeah. it. But mm-hmm. um, so in the beginning, I was using their uh, Perfector Mass. I think it's number three. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I have. Yeah. And I would say that if you have damaged hair, that mask is amazing. It will, it will help. So that Mm -hmm. I used that a lot in the beginning when I had very damaged hair. Um, and so I would use that mask. I, I do like their shampoo and conditioner, but I don't think I never thought it was like, Oh, this is the best I've ever used. Like I can't use anyone else's. Mm -hmm. I thought it was good, but I didn't see like incredible, you know, transformations from it. Um, but that mask I loved in the beginning. So I would use that pretty regularly. I think once a week, um, now that my hair isn't damaged anymore, the mask, it still helps, but I don't like, I don't get as much use out of it. So I think Olaplex as a line is great for people who want to start their hair transformation Mm -hmm. or want to make sure they're using good ingredients or, um, something that's going to help if they have damaged hair. I think that's a great place to start. Once you have healthy hair, I think you could probably look around at some other ones. And that's kind of where I was at is, okay, help me transform my hair. Now I'm not seeing the same results from it. And so I kind of looked around and I found other brands that I did see really good results from. Yeah, the Olaplex, when I used it, I wasn't blown away and it was the most expensive thing I got. Yeah. But the one you recommended, I was looking it up, it's the Shea Moisture, the Strengthen and Leave-In Conditioner. It's only $10 and that one is like unreal. It's amazing. Like my (laughs) hair is so soft, I can't like put it up in a ponytail or anything because it'll just fall out. And that, yeah, that one I could really tell the difference. I, you know, one thing that I'm noticing is the more expensive it is, I feel like it doesn't work as well as just getting like an organic oil or something mm-hmm. that is way more clean. And I'm like, oh, I th- that makes sense. Like more natural things are, yeah. Yeah. you know, better, make your hair softer or whatever. Yeah. I think a lot of times, I mean, there can be amazing, expensive products. I get to try a lot of products because companies will send it to me. So I've gotten to try insanely expensive ones and also some of the cheaper. And I have loved some of the expensive ones because they have great, great ingredients in it. But I mean, honestly, some of the things that have changed my hair the most are just the pure oils that I'm using or some of the cheaper products that just have very natural ingredients in it. So you can find really expensive products that are good, but you can also easily find inexpensive products, especially if you're just using pure oils or natural ingredients it's out there. And so, yeah, a lot of people say, well, I'm using really expensive shampoo. My hair, it's not feeling good. Like something's wrong. And I'm like, well, the price tag on the product is not going to determine if you're going to have amazing hair. It's more about what's in it. What's the purpose of it? 
Um, is it actually tailored for your hair or is it just a general one that anyone could use? So, And it's so hard because like your diet has so much to do with it yeah. too or yeah, like the season health. that it's totally. in. There's like mm-hmm. so many external factors as well that aren't exactly like your hair itself. Yeah. So um, has it been about two years that you've been like official on um, TikTok then? Yeah, TikTok, it's been um, almost two years. I'm curious, what have you seen as far as like trends? Because like, you know, it's TikTok. People come out with things that aren't actually like super legit or it's like fads. (laughs) And what I have seen a lot is rice water and oils. And I think those are really legit things. But um, what have you noticed as far as like being in the TikTok world and seeing trends like coming in and out? Yeah. I think there's a lot of good that can come from trends and people being able to hop on things and share their own opinion, but there are also a lot of people that are trying to just get views and followers. And so that's, especially with like hair and health, sometimes I have a hard time when I find someone that you can tell, like they're just trying to get views, but they're promoting something for your hair that is going to transform it. And there's so many people that see it and they're going to just follow anything they say. So I'm kind of, I see some things like that. I'm like, oh man, I wish they wouldn't like just try getting attention for this. Cause I've seen some trends that I'm like, I hope no one actually does that to their hair. Like this is, (laughs) this is not good but it will get like a million views because it's out there and it's attention grabbing. So I've definitely seen a lot of that, that I'm kind of like, I urge people to just be like honest about what actually has worked with them and not just fake something for the views or for the followers. But it's also been a great community to like find alternatives. And I think it's sort of changed hair care a little bit, TikTok and just this like hair care social media kind of birth that happened in the last couple of years because a lot of people are finding resources for help that they never would have before they would only find help from their salon or a professional person that they would go in and get a haircut from Um, and now you can find so much help just from your phone and so it's been able to help a ton of people and there's a lot of just alternatives that you can do at home. So I, I love it and I don't like it, but most of all, it's been very, it's been positive. It's been fun. Um, and you have to hop on the trends fast before you, (laughs) you miss the opportunity, but. I think it can be really hard when something like rice water (laughs) and like rice water shampoos, you know, like oils things that are natural that are like always going to work for your hair. It's hard almost I would think for your position, because like, I'm, I'm guessing this is your job, right? Like, this is like what you do. So it's hard when like, there's like people who are like getting big over things that, um, like don't really work as well. And you don't have like new content to like hop on. Like you're not burning off your split ends with a lighter you know Um, or with a knife and like going down yeah Yeah. and it's and it's so annoying and clickbaity when like it's so nice when you already have your community of people who like trust you and know what you're doing and they're like 
I don't need you to like show me all these crazy new things. Like just like remind me what I need to be doing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why I've, I've told everyone I'm never going to post about something that I don't actually do or have not tried for a good amount of time. Usually sometimes I'll do a promotion for a brand, but I'll always say, I just tried this. Like I'll let you know in a couple of weeks if I've seen bad results from it, but I'm not going to post about something that I don't actually believe in or haven't tried. So it, it, that is definitely something that helps, I think, because there is a lot of skepticism of like, well, are you just posting this because you want us mm-hmm. to follow you or is this actually going to help me? But I'm also very honest about everything. So even rice water, there are some dangers to it. So I tell people about that. Like, I don't want them to just blindly go into it and then use it every single day because there's going to be bad effects from that too. So I am very honest about everything, even things I recommend. I will say, I recommend this, but don't do this with it. Or So I think that kind of helps people be able to trust me a little bit more because I'm not just going to say, do this and buy all of my products and you know, help me. So that's, that's kind of where that's at. So, okay. So let's get into rice water then, because it's actually the one thing I haven't done because of the, the negative things I've seen about it. Because whenever I see anything where even if one person says this made my hair fall out, I instantly am like, I'm not rolling that dice, you know, (laughs) but I know like for you, it worked. And I know for other people, and I know a lot of that has to do with the porosity of your hair. Yeah. Am I saying that right? Porosity? Okay. Yep. Um, but I would do the test and then I would second guess everything and be like, no, I don't want my hair to fall out. Yes. And I know if you do it like once a week or every two weeks, it's fine. But okay, let's get into what rice water is, the dangers of it in your opinion and how often you should be doing it and also yeah. how you do it. <laughs> okay. So the floor is yours. Okay. So rice water is not a new concept. And when I first posted about it, a lot of people were like, you're pretending like you created it. I definitely did not create it. Like this is something that's been going on for generations. It started in Asia. There are villages in Asia that the women primarily only wash their hair with rice water. It's fermented rice water. And if you go look at pictures of women in this village, their hair is like to the floor. It is just insanely beautiful, healthy, luscious, long hair. So that's kind of where the idea even came from. What you do is you get a cup of rice, a little bit more than a cup of water, put it in a cup, mix it all around till it's milky white. You can add some essential oils or citrus peels in it to make it smell better. Close it. So it has to be an airtight container. You leave it for 24 hours and it essentially like ferments the water, which is kind of gross. <laughs> but yeah, it's sort of gross. But and then so the next morning, you uh, take out the, the rice, you rinse it, and then you're left with this water. And that is kind of like the mirror where everything happens. So we'll put that in a spray bottle, get in the shower, you shampoo your hair first. You want it to be on clean hair. So you spray it in your hair, leave it and put it on like your scalp, kind of massage it in. I primarily just do it on my roots and my scalp. I don't really put too much on the rest of my hair because it can dry out your hair. So you put it in there, leave it for 20-ish minutes, depending on how your hair reacts to it, put it, and then you rinse it out after that pretty thoroughly. That's kind of the routine for it. I always tell people do it once and then give it like two weeks so you can see how your hair reacts. Like don't do it, start it immediately and do it like two times a week, two times the next week. I would do it just once and like see how your hair reacts for 
a week, almost two weeks, because it could get really dry in a week and a half. You never know. So what's happening for it to dry your hair out? Um, I, I think it's just the ingredients in it. So it has these specific things in it. There are amino acids and I have a full guide on it on my Instagram that ex- explains essentially everything and the ingredients in it that make your hair grow. But the, just the nature of it, if you use too much of it, well, it depends on if your hair has protein or if you're protein deficient. So that's kind of the biggest thing. That's where all the questions come from. If you are lacking protein, rice water is going to be very beneficial for you. And it probably will not dry out your hair too much. If you already have a good amount of protein, or if you have a protein overload in your hair, I would not suggest using rice water because you don't need it anymore. (laughs) The rice water will provide you with more protein which is what is going to strengthen your hair. It's going to build up the follicles. And then as a result, it will start growing more. Your hair is going to be stronger and won't break as much. How do you know if you need protein or not in your hair? So there are some like tests you can go take online, but it's all about um, the porosity of your hair. So it's kind of a confusing topic and that's probably what people ask me the most about, but there is a water test that you can do with your hair, which essentially you just get a strand of your hair, put it in water. And if it floats or if it sinks, then you, you can tell if you have low or high porosity, if it floats, it usually means that you have low porosity. If you have, if it sinks to the bottom, then it usually means you have high porosity. That's kind of the like general so for it, but mine is low. So mine floats. So should I do rice water? (laughs) This is where I get confused. Yeah. So if you have low porosity, then you would, I would be hesitant with with rice water because low porosity means that it isn't really absorbing the, um, what you put in your hair as much. So if you use rice water, Uh. it could just sit on your hair and that is what's going to cause buildup, make it dry. So I'd be a little bit more hesitant if you have um, low porosity hair. If you have high porosity, it means you're absorbing really well. And so putting the rice water on is going to help. So that's kind of what that means. Got it. Right. And high porosity usually means you have pretty damaged hair. So like you need more of that. Uh-huh. So your ha- your hair is probably so healthy. It has enough right. protein in it. I mean, your hair grows. So, yeah, you know, like rice water is rice water like primarily for like hair growth or does yeah. it like add shine? And it, so it does add shine and it will it just makes your your hair like stronger because it's going to be adding protein to your right. hair, which is overall going to make it stronger. But it definitely does give it more shine. Primarily it's for hair growth. And too much protein will, like, make your hair crack. Right, which yes. I I was thinking that was going to happen because with the oils, I noticed they would sit on top of my hair a lot as yeah. opposed to go in. Um, but, and for reference, so people are listening, I went from, like, a quarter of an inch a month growth after just starting all of your stuff to over an inch a month Jeez, growth. Jeez, that's amazing. And, and I'm gray, so I have to dye my hair, which sucks because I do She probably notice. doesn't even believe you. She's like, what do you mean I gray? Know. Yeah, so like, half her hair is gray. I really can tell oh my, uh, my roots because yeah. I get gray roots. And so I noticed a lot when I started working, working with you <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> that... 
within a month I would have an inch growth which is annoying because I have to go get my hair done but I'm like wait what's going on and all I changed really was the scalp massaging rosemary oils and oil baths and that made a huge difference so it's amazing yeah so if anyone's listening I really you really don't need all these gimmicks you just actually have to start thinking of your hair like you're working out or you're taking care of your skin like what does your hair need and then give that to it you know yep yeah and that's I still sometimes recommend rice water to people if they have if they're severely lacking protein then I will usually say try out rice water but other than that I don't really promote it that much anymore unless people like are just very interested in trying it because I've seen such good growth from using hair oils and there's not as many negative effects from that. So now I primarily say, if you want hair growth, start taking care of your scalp and doing massages, daily massages and start doing, um, using oils in your routine. And most, I would say nine out of 10 times people have seen really good benefits from it. Even if it's not five inches of hair growth, they have seen that it's their hair is so much softer. It's more manageable. It's not as frizzy um, and it's starting to get shine. So yeah, you don't need to use rice water for hair growth. If someone thinks that's their only option for hair growth, it's totally not. It is an option, but you can see just as good results from using hair oils. Yeah. Okay. So 24 hours of fermentation. Can you give us an idea of what that smells like? Like, am I going to gag or do I get used to it? (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay. I don't know if I can handle that. It's kind of like apple cider vinegar. You're kind of like, oh, whoa, that's kind of strong, but but like, I'm just going to not. Yeah, it is. It's definitely not my favorite smell, but if you (laughs) add citrus peels, like like Mm -hmm. peel and orange, then it is better for sure. You can also add essential oils to it to make it better. So I don't, I, I don't use it anymore because I'm not really looking for hair growth and my hair is healthy in terms of protein levels. So I don't use it anymore. But when I did, I would put citrus peels in it. And the only hard part is like, when you have to sit in it for 20 minutes, it's kind of like, Oh, it's just not amazing. But the, the smell does not stay in your hair. It rinses out super easily, but you can always put more water in it too, if you want to but the smell's not great. <laughs> Isn't it so funny what our partners have to go through as far oh, as being with us? Like on, on my days off and I'm like, I'm like, you take the kids. I'm going to be in the bedroom with a hair mask, my face mask. I'm, I'm going to look awful. My breath always smells like kimchi, which my husband just told me. I'm like, you literally have <laughs> oh to deal gosh. with so much. That's I'm like, so I'm sorry funny. it has probiotics and I'm trying to take care of myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So before because I can't believe already this much time has gone by and I have like so many more questions but I'm gonna narrow it down um okay so the next thing I want to talk about is supplements because I think it's really important you were talking about like gut health so it it's again with the trends right yeah neutrophil 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 everybody spend 90 dollars a month on neutrophil and not everyone can do that and they, I wish, because I knew Nutrafol is good, but one thing I've noticed, and I know I'm not alone, is biotin makes me break out like crazy because of the amount of protein in it. And yeah. hair supplements have like 5,000% more biotin than you should have in a day. And right. so other than Nutrafol, which I know works amazing for people, and I, I haven't done it, so I'm not going to recommend it, but I know it works great. Other than biotin, so I'm noticing a lot of hair shedding, and I don't know if it's yeah. a normal amount. 
do you have recommendations? You know this. I talk about it. Well, one thing I well, just, I don't help because I don't. He, she shed doesn't lose that any much. hair. It's insane. But <laughs> so I also like, yeah, I have black hair that. though too, so I see it literally yeah. everywhere. Um, right. But one thing that I was recommended, which I don't know if you've tried, is silica. Have you tried silica? I haven't tried a silica. Okay, I got a liquid silica about a couple weeks ago, and I okay. have noticed a difference in the amount of hair sheddings. Just for people listening, but in your your um, opinion, what would you recommend as far as supplements go? Because I know a lot of problems do start from the inside. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So I have tried, I've tried quite a few different hair supplements that are supposed to help. And I think it is super easy for a company to sell a supplement and say it's going to help and it doesn't. So I've tried a lot that I've seen no results from. I have tried Nutrafol. I actually really do like their products, which is like, oh, like why? Because it, it is sort of expensive, but yeah. it's good. Yeah, they have good yeah. products. Um, but honestly, like I would just look at what are you what are you deficient in? A lot of women are iron deficient because of just the nature of women, and so iron is one thing that a lot of I've met with a lot of different hair professionals, and they've mentioned that check your iron levels. And if you're deficient in iron, start taking it. It could help with your hair. So I think in general, look out, what are you in general deficient in? And that could be affecting your hair and just your beauty and health in general. Um, I know some other things that are just good for your hair is vitamin B is naturally good for your hair. Um, that's recommended a lot. And also keratin, which you can get supplements with keratin in it. Um, so those are kind of the two that I've heard the most. And I take just some hair supplements from companies that I've, that I have been sent and they have those vitamins in it, vitamin B, um, they'll have keratin, things like that in it, which are supposed to help. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just got to get your blood work done. And that, you know, I was deficient on zinc and that actually can make a really big difference for your yeah. hair loss, but totally. it's, it's hard when you just don't know, is this a, a normal amount yeah. of hair to be losing? But I know it is kind of trial and error with a lot of things. Yes. Yeah. And if, if someone is losing that much hair, I get messages like that all the time. And it makes me super sad because they want like a one fix answer. But if it is that severe, there is, there's, something else going on that like even I can't really help too much with. So I usually will say it's so beneficial if you just like set up a quick appointment with a doctor, get your blood levels checked. Um, I mean, get your levels checked, see what you are deficient in. Most of the time there's something else that's affecting it. So no matter how many oil treatments you do, it's not going to fix right. it. So I would definitely promote, like if you have severe loss, hair loss or other problems like that, definitely go get it checked out. It's going to be beneficial. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your hormones too. That has a lot yeah. to do with it. And, and this genetics, season. I mean, genetics, genetics like play yes. one of the biggest parts in hair. Um, especially. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Um, do you have any, sorry. I'm like I have just one last question. Okay. It's for the girl who's like, I'm so overwhelmed by everything that's out there. I just want my hair to start looking less damaged like taking more care of also taking more care of like what's on the inside of my hair um what would you say is like one product or like one thing to start with yeah, so or or somewhere to go as far as like what you have provided like if you have like a story 
that starts off with mm-hmm. like the beginning of your hair journey or something. Yeah. Um, so on my Instagram, I've made several and my TikTok actually. So my TikTok does have a hair transformation slide, which talks about how I kind of started it all. And so they can go and watch that. And it has a collection of my videos that talks about what I did in the beginning, what I do now, my the oil treatment. So that's like both my Instagram and TikTok have information regarding how to start, what are the first steps. Um, if someone's just starting out and they want to just start making the switch to better products or better ingredients, I'd for sure say Heritage is a great starting out point for products. It's not expensive, but they they have all very clean ingredients in their products. I started out with that because I didn't want to spend a ton of money. Um, and so I started out with that, got my hair used to quality ingredients. And then I was able to switch further down the line to brands that were a little bit more tailored to my hair. But Heritage by Mindy is a great product line to start out with, I would say, because they're, you're never going to get a product there that has bad ingredients. You can trust it completely. And they're very upfront about that. And it's not expensive. Other than that, I would say definitely just incorporate oil masks into your routine because that can help essentially anyone with their hair. But yeah, go to my Instagram and my TikTok. There is too much information on there. You'll be overwhelmed (laughs) with it probably. So, Um, and then heritage by Mindy, is that easily accessible? Is that like on Amazon? Do you have like a storefront so we can like support you? Yes. So I do have it on Amazon and they also sell in Walmart, which I have a link to as well. So yeah. And all Walmarts, they have them. You can get shampoo for around $8. I mean, it's not expensive and it's very good ingredients. It's a great brand. Um, they, they do have some more expensive ones, but even then it's like $20. So it's really, you're not going to find something that's extremely expensive, but very good ingredients. So, okay. My last question before we get to the silver lining really this time. Um, so you had kind of talked about it before, but I think there's a lot of not controversy because we're talking about hair, but controversy when we talk about how often you should wash it because, I meet people that go, I don't wash my hair every, I wash my hair every two weeks. And I'm like, oh, and they're like, that's the reason why it's so long. And I'm like, well, I think that has to do with your genetics. But everybody (laughs) says, don't wash your hair, don't wash your hair. But then I started following you and this one other girl and they said, wash it every two to three days because of buildup and scalp health. So I'm wondering from your perspective, how often should we be washing our hair? Um, everyone like has a different answer for that. I, so when I was first starting, I, everyone always say, go as long as you possibly can. I was so stressed with that. I'm like, well, I can only go two days. Like there's no way I'm ever going to transform my hair. Um, and so I would try going and my hair just looked terrible. It was so oily because I would try going so long about it. Um, and overall that wasn't helping my hair. And so it is so like individual to a person that I, there's not like just one answer. If you should go two to three days or you should wait five days, it's so individual to a person and how oily their hair is. Um, the only thing I would say is I would suggest going at least two days if you can, if you can, or at least every other day, I would not suggest washing every single day. I think you can, you can at least go every other day and that will help with the moisture. 
But if you, because I wash my hair every two to three days, which I know is more than some people would probably say you should, I make, I make sure to do a lot of just hair masks in the shower, not oil masks, just actual hair masks that are going to give back the moisture that comes from washing it every two to three days. So no matter how often you need to do it, your hair can be okay. You just have to know how to take care of it. Um, and someone that is washing it going seven days in between, they're going to have to have a different routine too, because they are going to have to deeply cleanse their hair. Um, and they probably are going to have to be using different products. So I would just go with what works best for you. If that's every two days, that's great. Just make sure your hair isn't getting too dry. So add in some more products in the shower after to give it more hydration. If you're growing every seven days, make sure to really clean it after those seven days and do not add too many products after because you're already going to have so much buildup. So they're just different. I would suggest sticking to like the two to three day range. That's my favorite for my specific hair. But um, again, apple cider vinegar helps you go longer. If you want to do a rinse with that, that will help you be able to spread your washes out a little bit longer. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I notice helps me too, if I'm washing it more often, is just really washing my scalp, which is one thing yeah. I learned from you as opposed to like all the hair. And yeah. rinsing with cold water. Like I didn't know that. Like I didn't know that was like a thing you shouldn't be doing. So I think mm-hmm. there are very small things that every person can change mm-hmm. in their routine that I think make such a huge difference. It's so accessible. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, totally. Yeah. Definitely cold water. It closes your, like your hair follicles. So it stops the oil from being produced immediately. So definitely do that. And you do not need to like harshly rinse your ends. The shampoo will go down to your ends naturally. You really just focus on your scalp. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, um, we always like to ask our guests what their silver lining is. So something good that came from something bad or challenging. Does anything come to mind for you? Um, yeah, honestly, the first thing that came to my mind on my hair Instagram, I, I primarily talk about my hair, which is, I don't get too much into like my personal life, but some people know about four years ago, I was in a really bad car accident that was like completely life-changing. Um, and yeah, just a lot of, of injuries from that put me out for a couple of years. So, and I'm still like trying to progress and heal from all that, that, the car accident um, caused. So in a lot of ways, it was an extremely negative and damaging experience, but it also like, I would say led me to have to go sort of through an identity crisis of who am I like this? It completely changed who I was physically. I was different. Like everything was just so different. So I went through this moment of, I don't even know who I am anymore. And then because of that, I had to find who I actually was who I wanted to be. And I got to be able to work on that and become the person that I wanted to be. And so that in itself has led me, I would say to a lot of the success that I am seeing today of being able to find exactly who I am through that. I was able to then meet my husband just a short period after the accident. And he is he's the reason that I have my social media going. He's the one that after I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, this is kind of uncomfy for me. He's the one that kept pushing me to do it. So just so many things after that, um, guided me to exactly where I am today, that it was, I mean, one of the best things that could have happened to me, even though it was extremely, extremely, um, painful and a difficult experience in my life, it totally shaped it. And it was meant to happen 
to lead me where I am. So that's definitely one of the bigger ones I would say um, was a blessing in disguise, even though it was extremely difficult. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so cool. Thank you for sharing that. Well, I would, I would love to see more of your personal life. I thought that before (laughs) even our interview, I'm like, I want to know more about her and her husband. So if you start sharing a little bit more, I think people would be really on board with seeing that part of who you are. Yeah, Yeah, I, I definitely am planning on it. I do. This is, so this is like half of what I do for work. I still do PR and social media and digital services for other companies Mm -hmm. as my full-time job. So that's why people are like, why don't you post more? Why don't you Mm -hmm. share? It's, I'm like, this is just half of it. I still have another part of it, but Mm -hmm. I am transitioning more into showing more of my life and Mm -hmm. uh, more about me. So that will be coming soon. (laughs) Good. Okay. Well, tell everybody where they can find you and all of your guides and everything. Yeah. So on Instagram, it's Monique M. Rapier, the last name. So you spell that M-O-N-I-Q-U-E-M-R-A-P-I-E-R. That's the same handle for TikTok as well. So both of them, Monique M. Rapier. And then on both of those, if you click on my link, you will get um, the link in my bio. It will take you to my Amazon storefront, which has all of the products that I recommend with comments on like what I use this for, what it why it's beneficial for you. So I have like 40 products on there that that's a great place to start out because basically all the first things that you should buy are on there and then links to just everything else is in that link in my bio. So that's where to find me. Thank you so much. This was so good. So of course. Yeah. It was so fun to talk to you guys. Yes. All right, shakers. Thank you so much for listening. Um, So a couple things to take away from this episode start putting oils on your hair. It literally makes so much difference. The one I've been using is Moroccan oil. I can link it in the show notes below. I'll also link it over on our Instagram page. Um, And then all the products Monique was talking about, well, she loves the whey products, which they're amazing. I've used the detox shampoo with the apple cider vinegar in it. It's so good. It gets your hair so clean. Um, But you also can shop her Amazon storefront. Um, and I linked that in the show notes below. The silk bonnet, we were talking about silk pillowcases, her favorite deep conditioners, um, the scalp massager, and the scalp massager for reference is like $4.99, so don't think you have to go spend all this money. Apple cider vinegar, I mean, at the store, it's like a few dollars, um, and it lasts so long when you're using it to detox your hair, and then the same with rice water. You just get jasmine rice at the store, so there's so many things that you can do that hardly cost anything, and they make so much difference. I can't even tell you how um, Monique's tips have actually changed my hair life and I'm continuing to do all of the things and I I see more hair growth every single month. So if you are in a spot where you're really wanting to transform your hair or maybe you want hair growth or just overall hair or scalp health following monique is really key she posts so many amazing videos i still learn from her every single day and it was just a treat to have her on so head to the show notes below to shop her amazon storefront and to follow her on instagram and i think that's it so we will shake it up with you guys next tuesday Well, Shakers, thanks for listening to today's show. We are so happy you took the time to listen. If you liked it, share it on your Instagram stories and tag us. We will make sure to send you a message. We love connecting with our audience and also love to see that you are listening to the show. It truly means the world. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps our show grow. You can also follow us at the Salt and Pepper Podcast on Instagram. Well, I think that's it. So we will shake it up with you next Tuesday. I'm all shook up.